everybody. Welcome to Unscripted Unlimited here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I am your host for this evening, Doug Hummer. Joining me as always, my sugar daddy, Eric. What's up, Doug? How are you? How was your week? You're asking me how my, Eric, we had the same conversation yesterday. Well, I think it's a different show, so some people don't listen to both shows. Yeah. Uh, my week was fine. How was yours? It was good. Yeah. Uh, anybody oh, yeah, that, do, everybody the, that does it, or go ahead. No, I was going to say we had to plug the um, show that dropped this morning, but go ahead uh, first. Uh, well, I was going to say anybody that doesn't listen to both shows is either the smartest person on the planet or not a true fan or both. Fair. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you actually listening to us for the second time today, uh, we both have our clothes on now. And... Uh, um, this morning, of course, we brought you, it was pre-recorded, but we brought you the very first episode of our Saturday, of Unscripted Saturday Morning Cartoons, where once a month, uh, we will be watching eight, one episode of eight different cartoons, and they will, and then we will be reviewing that particular episode. Uh yep. And it was a fun one that we uh, that we did. We talked about Rugrats, Doug, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Recess, Biker Mice from Mars, Elf the Animated Series, uh, The Real Ghostbusters, and Mighty Ducks the Animated Series. And I got to tell you, after watching Elf the Animated Series with Eric, I have never seen Eric look for a gun so much in my life. Yeah, I was bored of that show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, hopefully yeah, it so gets better. <laughs> we'll see. And uh, we are going to be doing. Obviously, we'll be doing that show once a month. And also, pay attention uh, if you follow us on uh, Facebook at all, or and if you're part of different cartoon groups that either Eric and I, either Eric or I happen to be in, because I'm going to kind of start doing a, a little bit of a a project, a case study, if you will, uh, when it comes to cartoons. I'm still kind of working out the details because I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet. Uh, but we're going to kind of gauge everybody. I gave you 24. Yeah, you gave me the 24. I gave you 24 questions. Yeah. And then, like, I realized, I'm like, you know what? Uh, so, because I was going to do something with, like, 48 different cartoons, but then I decided to go more because there's a lot of them that, like, we didn't br- so basically what we're going to do is we're going to kind of gauge like what cartoons like people want to talk about the most. Okay. And like, I'm still kind of working on it. I'm still writing down like a list of them. I'm trying to come up with a hundred. I've got like 79 right now. <laughs> and you're not doing the adult one that I, I gave you to? No, because it's going to be stuff that we're going to use for uh, the Saturday morning cartoons. All right. Uh, I and then for- don't want them to come in the morning. Yeah, they're they're not Saturday morning material. I forgot to tell you that when uh I was com- when I was coming up with the list. 
or when I told you to come That's up fine. with a list. So that was that was yeah. my bad. Uh, that I I forgot to bring that up. Because uh, at first I was just like, because at first I was just like, what the hell was he doing? Like, you know, I asked for he gave me all these adult cartoons, but then I went back and read the text. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't discriminate. So, all right, but we're not. Yeah, it was kind of hard at the top of my head. Oh yeah, trust me. Like I've been working, I've been working on a list for like, you know how hard it's gonna be to come up with another fucking like twenty one more. I can help you if I think of any. If you think of any that I haven't written down yet, go ahead and send them to me. Okay. I Google most of these. Yeah, I mean, even just come up with a list, and if you send me a list, and I already don't have them written down, I'll write down the ones that I'll write them down. Okay. I mean, I won't write them down. I I'll even try to look for a current cartoons right now. Huh? I'll try. I'll Google some current cartoons that are going on right now that are popular. Uh, I mean, I kind of want to do like, yeah, new new cartoons are are okay, but like, I kind of want to stick to the like, not necessarily too old, but because I don't know if there's oh, any 90s. New, oh yeah, nineties will definitely work. Nineties and two thousand, you want to do right? Yeah, and and I've come up. I already, I do have on my list. I have some that are eighties. Uh, uh, I just want to make sure Simpsons count Simpsons got to count right that's the correct. goal yeah alright yeah alright so the reason why we're here we're not here to talk about cartoons this is that's just us getting off subject uh, we're doing an NFL current head coach tier list so there's 32 coaches in the NFL or 32 teams in the NFL. Each one has a head coach. Uh, we are going to do, uh, this is probably going to be the first of many parts. Obviously, we're going to do one with uh, former head coaches as well, because a lot more of those will probably be in the uh, in the legendary uh, in the legendary tier. Yeah. But... Uh, I, think, I can only think of two that are current in the legendary, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I was. I, you might be thinking of the same two I'm thinking of. Yeah. So I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So basic. So our tiers are legendary, very good, good, average, meh, and garbage. So, Eric, this was your idea. Of who yep. do you want to start with? Let's start with the uh, current Super Bowl champion head coach, Andy Reid. He's actually one of the ones I was thinking of for legendary. Yep, same. Because... been to... Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, he went to one Super Bowl with the Eagles. Obviously, he didn't win it. But he's won two Super Bowls with Kansas City. He's been to three. He keeps going to the AFC Championship every year. He's got the greatest quarterback in the world right now in Patrick Mahomes, a guy who's going to carry this league for the next – got to be at least 
you know, eight to ten years. Could have a long career. He's, he, he's basically the number one quarterback in the league right now. And it's all because of Andy Reid. Absolutely. And even exactly. when even when Andy Reid didn't have Patrick Mahomes, he still found a way to get the Chiefs to the playoffs. Yep, without Smith. Yeah, and I mean, yes, they didn't you know get as far as they would have got as they did get with Mahomes with Alex Smith, but still. Alex Smith, he turned Alex Smith into a quality good quarterback top 15 quarterback in the league. Right. And what was funny was that Alex Smith was having a really good year in San Francisco before he got hurt. And he got, uh, um, and he got replaced by Colin Kaepernick. Uh, but when Alex Smith came into Kansas city, Alex Smith, yeah, he turned into a really good quarterback. And even that last year when like they thought they were going to put Mahomes in earlier, I think it, was it 2017, Eric? That I believe he wanted to put Patrick Mahomes early before Alex got injured. Yeah, because it, so. it was 2017 when they drafted him. But then uh, Alex Smith was having a really good year that year. Yeah. And then he got injured, put him in. Yeah, no, I think he, 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 went, that, he yeah. went that entire year. Oh, okay. So he did play his rookie year. Did he bring the rookie of the year? No, Mahomes didn't play rookie of the year. Alex Alex Smith won the uh, – or Alex Smith played uh, that entire year in 2017. Okay. He wanted to – and saying he wanted to play Mahomes, and but Alex Smith was having a good was having a good year. I'm pretty sure those are the words that came out of my mouth. Yeah. Do you listen when we uh, record this show? Yeah, I, I I was wanting to make sure that you were saying that. Yeah. But uh, but uh. Yeah, no, he, like, so, but when Mahomes, you know, so Mahomes didn't get to play at all his his rookie year, but then, like, his second year in the league, he got to play, and Andy Andy Reid has molded him into this, you know, this awesome quarterback. Yep. But, yeah, no, I would put Andy Reid in legendary. Oh, definitely. And... As you said, he's led two teams to Super Bowl. He's two and two. Because he's one, two. Yeah, he won two and he lost. He lost. Yeah. Even though he's two and two, he still led two teams to Super Bowls. And he's gotten better in Kansas City than he was in Philadelphia. And he's considered the greatest head coach in Philadelphia Eagles history, and probably the greatest head coach in Kansas City history, considering who the Chiefs had, have had as uh, head coaches in Dixford Mill. So, right. well, and it's weird, though, that Andy, that Andy Reid is considered the greatest coach in Eagles history because of the success that the two guys, that two of the guys that have come after him have had. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, I still and consider I, Andy Reid the best. Right. Well, and that's going to segue into the person I want to talk about next. I share a first name with him, of and uh, Doug Peterson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Now the guy got a lot of shit. I, I know uh, because of the whole Carson Wentz situation and like his time in Philadelphia, like you know, towards the end of that last year, I know it wasn't good. It wasn't great and all that. And he got a lot of shit. And there was a lot of, first of all, you Philadelphia Eagles fans fucking suck. Like most of you, most of you are the most horrible human beings on the face of the earth. Like, uh, I would, to be honest with you, I would not be surprised if there was a fucking episode of cops and it was Eagles fans for the entire half hour. I wasn't excited that year. So, like, the fact that, like, Eagles fans were getting mad at Doug Pete, even though he won you assholes a Super Bowl. And I, I'll admit, I was one of the people that criticized him, but I guess that was because it was. I don't know why I, I was an idiot for doing that, but but looking back, I guess it was it was such a shitty situation with this person went and it just went downhill after that. So it just it it was so shitty. So, well, and and, and that's the thing. I, that like, I love because, him for winning the Super Bowl. Well, and and here's the thing, and it, it blames not just on you. Although I'm going to probably make it out to be, uh, but like it's other Eagles fans. Like to be honest with you, there's a lot of Eagles fans on my Facebook. Uh, and like when they come out, when uh, one fan in particular, and I'm not going to mention his name, uh, when he, come, when he basically, cause he blamed, even the year that they won the Super Bowl. Like, he's just like, Doug Peterson's not a good head coach. He said that at the beginning of the year. And then towards the end of the year, they're getting in the Super Bowl. And I wanted to be like, so what do you think of him now? Shut the fuck up. Like, Doug Peterson helped, uh, guided your team to a Super Bowl. You won that Super Bowl. Yep. You're one of only – by the way, you're, only, you're one of only two teams that have actually beaten – uh, Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, by the way. One team did it twice. You guys did it twice. Okay. Exactly. So, and Doug Peterson did it. So, yeah, like, I love anybody, him anybody that shits on him now, and I'll I'll say that the Carson Wentz thing was not. I don't think it was Peterson's fault. I think Carson Wentz is not a good uh, Carson Wentz not a good football player. Okay, he's not a good quarterback, and he had a really good season that year, but then he got hurt, all right? And then the wheels just started to fall off, and he st- he could not take the pressure. I mean, that, that 2018 run where the Eagles were able to kind of backdoor their way into the playoffs with Nick Foles, I still think Carson Wentz faked that back injury. Oh yeah, and you, you you said that a couple of times. Yeah, you probably did. Like, 
I am among that belief that Carson Wentz faked that back injury because he did not want to feel the wrath of the Philadelphia Eagles fans if he could not, because you guys expected every damn one of you stupid ass fucking fans expected to go back to the Super Bowl after winning it the year before, because your, your expectations were raised because the Eagles had a good year. So anything else, even though you guys had won one, anything else was going to be unacceptable. Yep. You're not wrong. Eagle fans are entitled assholes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. Neither am I, even though there's going to be about 20 of them showing up at my door in about a half hour with fucking guns. Even though I like... I like Eagle fans I know, but I hate most of the Eagle fan base. If that makes sense. I hate all the Eagles fans, even the ones that I'm friends with. <laughs> even the current one you're talking to right now. Well, and it's not it's not even it's not even hate it's just it's more the fact that like I again, I just I just disagree with a lot of the and I, I, there's a lot of Eagles fans at, at my workplace. and But they're not, like, hardcore, like, you know, fucking, you know, hardcore wanting to beat the shit out of Doug Peterson because he couldn't get you guys back to a Super Bowl. Like, they're more, yeah. like, level-headed. Yeah. Uh, I consider myself a level-headed fan. You are until you get on Facebook in an Eagles group. I I I got out of all Eagles groups because it it became so toxic that I got sick and tired of it. Yeah, and that and that's the thing is that like it gets toxic, but you know, and, and Doug, let's kind of try to backtrack here because like I I don't want to disrespect all Eagle all Eagles fans because you know it's good to be passionate yeah. about your team. And I'm not questioning the passion. I'm questioning the uh, the pettiness. And the, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But Doug Peterson now, and you got to look at what Doug Peterson did last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And Amazing what job. he has done for Trevor Lawrence. Yep. And I think they're only going to get better. I think so, too. I think, to be honest with you, if they – because right now we know who the top two teams in the AFC are right now. Kansas City and Cincinnati and Buffalo's number three. Yep. For the time being. Jacksonville's a close close four. Jacksonville's a close four. And then you could put Miami at five. I, you're probably not going to like what I'm going to say, but you could argue that Jacksonville is kind of better than Buffalo. Well, and that's that's the thing. I do think that uh, – well, first of all, I think they have a better coach. I like Doug Peterson more than – and I like Sean McDermott. Yeah. But I think Doug Peterson is better with his with his quarterback than than Sean McDermott is with his. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think Jacksonville is better coached. Oh, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, 
Do I think that Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Josh Allen? Uh, not, not necessarily. Because Josh, Josh Allen is a really good quarterback. It's just when he gets in his own head, he's screwed. Yes. I think right, maybe two years from now, you could argue that. But right now, Josh Allen is still a top five quarterback. Trevor Lawrence yeah. is a top ten. Right, exactly. Uh, but and who knows? At the end of this season, Trevor Lawrence could be ahead of Josh Allen. Right. Know that. That's very that's very possible. But uh, I mean, as far as where I would rank Doug Peterson on this on this list, I would almost say very good. I agree with that. And if he somehow leads a Jaguars to a Super Bowl and wins it, he'll be in that legendary status before you know it. But right now he he's a, he's below that, and 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 the way he took Jacksonville to the playoffs last year, and they they almost won. I don't do I did they almost win that game? Who could get? But but yeah, if Doug Peterson can have the season he had his second season in Philadelphia that he can have in the second season in Jacksonville, who knows? But right now, I agree, he's very good. And he's right. probably a top five, court, top five head coach in the NFL right now. He's right. And I, de- I, definitely, I, I definitely agree with that. And like I said, I like to, and I'm not afraid to say that he, you know, is a better coach, even though – I don't hate the head coach of the Bills. I just think that a lot of things that are going on right now in the Bills organization, which I, which I actually like, because I know somebody that knows somebody I can't talk about what, what's going yeah. on in the organization right now. And that's fair. We don't want to. So, yeah. Say anymore. So. I mean, it's not happen. even it's not even really anything going on. It's just basically how uh, how players are feeling. But that's not necessarily. Again, uh, I can't I, I can't talk about it. So, uh, but but because of but. I could say this. I do think that Jacksonville is better disciplined because they don't have – I don't think they have any drama on their team. Yeah. Who do you want to talk about next? Why not – let's segue to uh, Sean McDermott since we're, since we're on that subject. Okay. Uh I thought he had the team very well disciplined in the first couple of years. I thought, you know, they were doing a very good job. Like, he's a defensive-minded coach, and Buffalo's defense is awesome, or was. Yep. Leslie Frazier ruined that defense. Now, Leslie Frazier's not there this year. He's He's taken a year off. Sean McDermott, they're not even hiring a new coordinator. Sean McDermott's just going to call the plays himself. How do you feel about that? If he knows what he's doing, I feel fine about it. 
there's an old say, there's an old saying, Eric. It's if you want something done right, do it yourself. Exactly. I couldn't agree more of that. Yeah. So guess what? He's gonna do it himself. I hope he's I hope he um does well. I yeah. do like Sean McDermott. And, and and I do too. I just feel like that, you know, right now and it's I don't think it's necessarily his fault, you know, what's going on with the team. There's one person I think you can blame for the dysfunction on the team. Uh and I know where you're going with that. But. Yeah. But it's not McDermott. Now, McDermott needs to sit everybody down and say, all right, we know why subject A is upset. We know why subject B is upset. But we also know why subject B will not address subject A. But here's basically how it it gets handled. You two are going to shut the fuck up. You're going to shake hands. Suck dicks, do whatever you got to do. You're going to get on that fucking field and you're going to play and you're going to be professional. Like he basically, he needs to put his foot down and be like, and say to, uh, you know, certain people that are having fit. And I'm not saying that. And at the time I was actually on, uh, Stefan digs his side. Okay. When he had to blow up with Josh Allen, because I was very critical of Josh Allen last year. Yeah. But you also have to remember too, and this is one thing I remembered, he hurt his elbow. He really could not throw the ball like they wanted him to throw. Yeah. And Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna compare it to Bryce Harper right now. I know it's a different sport, but he had Tommy John surgery and he he's lost his power right now, he can't hit any home runs. <laughs> so having an elbow injury does have an effect on not just throwing the ball but hitting too. So Yeah. That's why I so, put that out Like so yeah, so he had an elbow injury and so he couldn't th- he couldn't throw the ball. Now that was causing him to make a lot of mistakes because he was playing a lot of hero ball. He was feeling the pressure and he was cracking under. Yeah. But Ken Dorsey, their offensive coordinator, is no Brian Dayball. Like we've seen what Brian Dayball can do as a head coach. Ken Dor- if Ken Dorsey gets hired as an NFL head coach. Like, that NFL team is going to go 0-17 for the next 25 years. And you or or however long it takes for them to fire him. And so, has your opinion changed of Brian um, Dable? I remember you were critical of him before. Well, yeah, because you see, fat, you see a fat guy sitting in a press box instead of out there on the battlefield with his guys, you kind of get, you know, you kind of get critical of that. But what he did for that Giants organization, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, 
what he did for that Giants organization and the fact that he made Daniel Jones look like a star. Uh, it's it's, about him. Yeah. But as far as McDermott goes, I'm still going to say McDermott. Is, I I kind of have trouble putting him in very good. Yeah. So I'm just going to say. leaning towards good. Yeah. I'm leaning towards good, too. I know there's going to be a lot, you know, just like a lot of Eagles fans are going to, you know, come after me with uh, pitchforks and torches because I call them all no good fucks. Uh, a lot of Bills fans are going to be like, you're turning your back on your team. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just speaking the, I'm speaking what I believe I'm is speaking, the truth. Exactly. You're keeping it 100, and that's what we do on this show. Yeah. So if you don't like it, oh, well. Okay. So – Sean McDermott, yeah, he's gonna go in. Uh, he's gonna go in good. And again, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that you know, too much turmoil yeah, right over now. Home, yeah. Too much turmoil right now that he's not handling. Exactly, and he hasn't gotten. He hasn't gotten over the hump. He has, I would say, would you say choked in the big game, or is that more of Josh Allen? Last year, it was the whole damn team. Yeah. Two years ago, it was a defense and Leslie Frazier. Last year, it was the whole damn team because Cincinnati just blew them out of the water. Yeah. So... All right, let's transition over to the fat man, Brian Dayball. Okay. First year head coach, second year head coach now. but He's going to be a second year head coach. First year, I think, was better than a lot of people thought it was going to be. Yep, including myself. Well, I don't think anybody saw saw what happened last year coming. No, probably not even your brother. Oh, no, he didn't see it coming. I mean, he'll tell you he did. <laughs> but nobody saw it coming. Yep. I, I don't know any Giants fans. But, uh, well, yeah, because nobody had faith in Daniel Jones. Nope. I, a lot of Giants fans still don't. Well, the the Giants front office does because they paid him. Yep. They better hope he is, guys. Well, they better, hope that they, 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 they better hope they can get Saquon a deal because Saquon's talking about if he has to play under the franchise tag, he's not going to play. Oh, shit. That would suck. And he's the ether face of the franchise. Right. So, and to be honest, I don't blame a guy for wanting to get paid, but, like, suck it up and just, you know, I mean, they offered him a pretty decent deal. So He still won't take it. Well, no, they didn't, I don't think they said whether or not he'll uh, take it. Like, he tweeted something, but it was just a bunch of emojis that I don't understand. Uh, okay. 
Oh, and I do have I to bring up a rumor, rumor going around is that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be signing with the Chiefs. Oh, wow. Because I remember uh, Patriots fans thought he was going to sign with the Patriots. I saw something on Facebook earlier. It's not on NFL.com yet, but I saw it on Facebook, and it's saying that DeAndre Hopkins is close to signing with the Chiefs. That's huge. That I mean, I don't, know how, I don't know how true it is because it's not on NFL.com yet, but we'll see. Yeah, if that is true, that's huge. Yeah. Because that's a weapon, not a weapon for the best quarterback in the NFL. You add right. him to uh, Travis Kelsey and other young receivers they have, man. Uh. Right. Uh, as far as Brian Dayball, Dayball goes, for the first year head coach, I, I would still just put him in good because you got to see how yeah. he does in the second year. Exactly. So, we'll see. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What were you going to say? You... I was just going to say, we'll see how it goes. Exactly. Let's go to another uh, second-year head coach from my from the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Nick Sirianni. Well, this will be his third year, and I'll tell you, from backdoor oh, playoffs in his first year to in his second year making it to the Super Bowl and being one holding call penalty away from winning the damn thing, I say he's pretty good right now. Yeah, he's very popular in Philadelphia. Oh, you it, fucker! It you turn out him at some point. Uh, the name Nick in in this town is very popular, as we all know. Nick Foles, Nick Sirianni, yeah. Nick Nurse for the Seven Sixers. Hey, just keep. And the Nick trend has, has caught on in Philadelphia. <laughs> so I was trying to make a joke, but it didn't work. Yeah. But you get the point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like, but Nick Sirianni, you know, he's one of those. No, I don't think anybody thought he was going to work at all. I was skeptical, but hopeful. But, uh, I mean, it's working out pretty good so far. I mean, I would put him, just because of the success that he has had, I would almost put him in very good. Yeah, I would too, because he has led them to a Super Bowl. And as you said, they were a few plays here and there um, from from winning the whole from winning it, as you said, the holding call um, that should have been, uh, we won't get into that because I'll go on forever, but um, yeah, as you said, the holding call that we could have, that should have been another way around and we, who knows what would happen. Right. So I agree. I feel very good. Cause he is top five quarter, top five head coach right now, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I, and and I'll I'll definitely agree with that. Now, somebody who uh, we're gonna see how far he falls down now that his superstar, the superstar quarterback that he had, is going to uh, is going to the New York Jets. Let's do Matt Lafleur of the Packers. He's interesting. Is it was he good because of Aaron Rodgers, or was he? Is he a really? As you said, we're going to find out. Is he? Is he good? We're going to find him? out how good he. We're going to find out how good he is. But here's the thing, and a lot of people again, a lot of fans are probably not going to like this take. Aaron Rodgers, to me, yes, he might be a really good quarterback. But when he loses, in his mind, it's never his fault. Yeah. Kind of like LeBron James, in that sense. A lot, a lot of players that are, like, top-notch, they, they don't think that way. They, they have a different mindset. Tom Brady, I think, was that way, too. Yeah, exactly. So, like, with LaFleur and LaFleur, by the way, like they went, you know, they did win. Uh, they were the number one. Were they the number one seed two years in a row, or just the one year? I think it was two years in a row. I know it was like two years ago, right? At least they were. Yeah, and, and then, then they might have been. They lost, and then they lost to San Francisco, and nobody could believe it. Yeah, twenty twenty. Were, I think so because I said, think he was he was an MVP two years in a row. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers was. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, he could have won third this year, but Patrick Holmes was just better than Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Well, and then also, you know, they didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, that's right. Oh my they God! I forgot did. that. They almost did, and they thought they were. They thought it was going to be an easy road in there because Detroit had nothing to play for. I remember that Sunday, Aaron Rodgers and um, was his name walked off, the same by the crowd, and nobody thought, nobody knew if it was his last game ever at Lambeau Field as a Packer, and it was. He was saying bye to the fans. He was literally saying bye to the fans. Yeah. At the time, we didn't know that. Uh, but so as far as Matt LaFleur goes, I personally would just put him in mediocre. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. So in uh, in average. We're agreeing too much on, on this show, uh, Doug. This might have to be our last show. <laughs> Let's do... Let's get a Detroit Lions head coach. I love this guy. A lot of people do. Uh, for what he did, for how motivated, and by the way, his first year as head coach, like the team was terrible. But then last year, you know, even when they're one and seven, 
They almost make it to the playoffs. Then they get eliminated, but then it was the ultimate fuck you to the Packers when they eliminated them. Certainly was. And the Lions, I I think, are actually, like, leading – the Lions, I think, are actually leading, you know, leading favorites for the division this year. Yeah, because Minnesota – Minnesota leads a couple players. Well, they lost Dalvin Cook. Well, yeah, they lost Dalvin Cook, and I think – didn't Thielen get cut? I think so. Where yeah. did Dalvin Cook go again? He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm surprised Dalvin Cook hasn't gone anywhere yet. He's playing at the top running back in the NFL. Well, I think they're still, like, teams are still talking to him. Okay. I'm hoping so up he's one of them, but that's just a pipe dream. He's expressed interest. He wants to go to Miami. Yeah. Because they are building a uh, good team down there. That and he also wants to stand across the – he wants to stand on opposite sides of the field as his brother twice a year. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, he could cook it with the uh, bills. Right. That would be that would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Lions head coach goes, I think, and I love the guy, and I think he was really good last year. So. Right yeah. now, I would just put him because he's got room to get better. But right yeah. now, I think he's in good. Right now, I think he's in good. Yeah, I would. I was debating between average and good. So I'll say I'll agree with you and say good. Okay. I mean, again, he can get better. He's got plenty oh, of room absolutely. to improve. Oh, I agree with that. Um, let's go with, let's go with somebody. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, let's go with Sean Payton, even though he's a first year head coach this year, but obviously he's got head coach experience, but I think he's walking into, you know, He's walking into a situation that I don't even think he can fix. Yeah. Let's say a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's sad to say that Russell Wilson is a dumpster fire. Yeah, I know. Cause I, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks. Yeah. And he was one of the most popular quarterbacks, and now, now everybody thinks he's a joke. It's it's kind of sad to see the downfall of Russell Wilson. I'm I'm yeah. hoping that he he just has a great season and then shuts everybody up like me. 
and everybody else. Right. <laughs> it if anybody can bring it out of him, it is Sean Payton. Yeah. And why, why can't have an MVP type season too and Denver wins that division or something? Yeah. Anything can happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we, we are talking about Russell Wilson. Right. Mm. Where would I put Sean Payton? I put him in very good because I'll judge him based on his success in uh, New Orleans with, with uh, Drew Brees. If he can do that with Drew Brees, I think he can kind of do that with Russell Wilson. But can Russell Wilson turn around and turn around, turn it around from last year? So I'll say very good just because of his uh, history and success in New Orleans. I can I can definitely agree with that. So you're saying very good. Yep. Okay. I can agree with that just because of how good he was in New Orleans, like you just said. Uh but we'll see. I mean, this could be a this could be a different list next year. Exactly. All right, who Let's do you want to go do with? Um, the shitty head coach for the um, Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy. All right, you're not gonna like. I like Mike McCarthy. You just hung I, up I don't like him. I think it's because he's Cowboys head coach. I like well, him yeah. in back. Well, here's the thing. You don't like him because of the fact that he uh, coaches a team that you hate because they're the Eagles riders. And that's understandable. Yep. But I think he's a good head coach. I thought he was a good head coach in Green Bay that got a raw deal. When I say raw deal, I mean, you know, he got stuck with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers is a baby. You know, Mike McCarthy, he got fired even though he got fired because Aaron Rodgers can't take responsibility. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The, the problem with Mike McCarthy is he hasn't been able to turn around the Cowboys like everybody thought that he could have. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Dak Prescott, as good as he is, and I like Dak Prescott, he's not a, he's not an elite quarterback. Nope. He's okay. not as great as I would think he's going to be. Right. So he's not an elite quarterback, but he... Uh, but I'll tell you, Tony Pollard's an elite running back. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, and it sucks that he got injured last year. He's probably one of the only Cowboys that has to like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and now that they got rid of Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott so Tony Pollard can be the number one running back, I mean, they're more than likely going to sign Zeke back. Yeah. I'm afraid they might sign Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, if they do, that Tony Pollard and Dalvin Cook is a scary is a scary tandem. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. But 
I think with Mike McCarthy, it's I don't think I think as long as Dak Prescott is there, they're going to be good, but they're never going to be like elite. Yeah, I would almost have to drop him to uh, good if he hadn't right. turned around the Cowboys and and his reputation has gone down. He's almost become like a laughing stock around the league as like a head coach. Right. Because of all, that's all the decisions he's made during the game, too. So I think he, he kind of he kind of went downhill after the Green Bay. So I'll put him good. Yeah. I mean, he's gone downhill. I do think that he has been. Like, the Cowboys are going, are, are you know, are still a playoff caliber team. Yeah, yeah. But they're not like you know they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Yep. All right. Can you put him in good too. Yeah, I'll, I would definitely put him in good too. Next up, we're going to do somebody who I do not like. Uh, he's on a team I do not like. Uh, but I'll tell you, he turned. He almost had this team turned around last year, and that's Robert Sala of the Jets. He's an interesting one, too. He almost got fired after they were, there were rumors that, he, that they were going to fire him because of all the saga with um, Wilson. Right. And and that's and that's the thing. Like Zach Wilson, you know, you talk about dumpster fire. And I, Zach Wilson's a good kid. He's just not that great of a quarterback. Yeah. He's, he's like Carson. I guess you can say like Carson Wentz. Tension was there, but. You just can't handle the NFL. Right. And I think a lot of people, uh, like a lot of people like Mike White better. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that Mike White is going to be Tua Tagovailoa's backup now, and, you know, so that makes it actually makes Miami more scary because if Tua goes down with another concussion, Mike White is capable of leading the Dolphins to the playoffs. Yep. Look, I'm so going to going right back now, to I think, I think the Jets are overhyped. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. So, God. Yeah. I'm an idiot. They're, they're, over, they're overhyped. All right. Just because you – here's the thing. You bring in Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator because you know if you bring him in, Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, all right, he's the guy I want to play for. He's the guy I want to call in my plays. Bring me in. And you think that's going to help the franchise. The Jets are always going to be the Jets. The, the thing is, Aaron Rodgers, again – Things might not go his way. Now, we don't know. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett is what Aaron Rodgers needs. 
But Aaron Rodgers is also a no-good piece of shit who cannot take responsibility for his own actions. So if he screws up, because right now they're overhyped. They're, oh, my God, the great Aaron Rodgers is with the Jets. They're going to challenge the Bills for the, for the AFC East. And they could possibly – no, they're not going to win the division. If anybody's going to beat the Bills for the division, it's going to be the Dolphins. It's the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And people are overlooking them Dolphins because of, the, because of the Jets. Yeah. I think the Jets are overhyped. I think they're overrated. I think Robert Sala is an average head coach at best. I would have came almost to him in because he almost got fired after one season. Uh, you want to blow one item? Yeah. So we had our first kind of disagreement on uh, where to put a head coach. Yeah, but it's, it's it was a it was a disagreement, but we were just like yeah, we're kind of thinking along the same lines, but exactly. Yeah. So my turn, right? Yeah, go ahead. Mike Tomlin, which I almost forgot about as maybe a third legend. Well, and, and here's, yes, the thing, here's, the with, here's the thing with him. As shitty as his teams have been over the years, he's never had a sub-500 record. Exactly. He's the most unappreciated coach in probably the NFL. Right. <clears throat> And the radio coach. And by the way, he is probably the most well-spoken of of the NFL head coaches, too. Yep, I agree with that. And I like him. I love Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I, I am personally a fan of his as well. Yep. He's such a lovable guy. Yeah. How can you hate him? And, and by the way, like, he was actually the first NFL head coach that he really had nothing to do with that Bills Bengals game that basically spoke out and said how good of a kid DeMar Hamlin DeMar Hamlin is. Yep. Plus he also kept he also, you know, went to the hospital to check up on him. Yeah, that's supposed to show what kind of what kind of person what kind of human being he is. Yeah. The players his players respect him so much that they play for him. One hundred percent. Right, and if anybody can mold Kenny Pickett into a into an elite quarterback, it is this guy. <clears throat> yes, it is. He's another so, he's another coach that can turn not turn around, but make a quarterback better than these that are hyped up to be. Right. So I'm. You know, you said. He could be a legendary head coach. I'm going to agree with you there. I, I'm putting him in legendary. Yep. I, I forgot about him, and he was, so he's my third one. I was thinking. You. Yeah. I don't know if you were thinking of the other one too, but I I was kind of thinking of him, but it's just like all right, he's either going to be he like it would have been borderline, I think. But Mike Tomlin is one of those guys who. When he retires as an NFL head coach, he's gonna his first year of eligibility, he's gonna be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Exactly. 
And that, do you think he'll go down as the great, greatest uh, fielder head coach? He's in some class. He's a standard organization. is probably the best organization in the NFL. I, I would almost say I would almost say he's better than Bill Cowher. Yeah, and that's saying a lot. But Bill Cowher yeah. is a great head coach. And then we can't forget about um, Pittsburgh head coach before him, too. But we'll yeah. get to those when we do former head coaches. Right. So, all right. The Pittsburgh Next. way, they, they, more, they, more, they have head coaches that are, stay there a long time. Yeah. Pittsburgh way. Exactly. All right. Next head coach, I think we should bring up. Let's finish the NFC East. Let's talk about Ron Rivera. I'll let you start since he's your uh, dad's favorite team and your second favorite team. All right. I I like Ron Rivera as a person. I think he did really well as the Carolina head coach. He's a former head coach of the year with the Carolina Panthers. And I actually think that, like, even though he did say some stupid shit last year when it comes to Carson Wentz and how, you know, he doesn't really believe in Carson Wentz. Yeah. What a job he did with with uh, Taylor Heineke. Exactly. I mean, if you look at, and I know Washington didn't make the playoffs and all that, and, you know, it is what it is. But Taylor Heineke, looking at it, this is a guy who really does not, you would look at him and be like, all right, he does not belong here. But in his very first NFL game, which was a playoff game, which, by the way, Ron Rivera was coaching at the time. Uh, it, which was actually like right directly after Ron Rivera beat cancer, correct? Yeah. So he had to miss most of the season because he um went scouting cancer, I believe. Yeah, which was during the COVID year. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah. But they made it to the playoffs. Rivera was the coach. They gave Taylor Heineke the the job. And he, for a guy that was basically sleeping on his sister's couch and got a call and said, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to be the quarterback for the the Washington football team. Uh, It's like, all right, cool. And he came in, and going against Tom Brady, he actually did a pretty decent job. Yes, he did. He kept, he kept him in the game until his end. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, and they lost that game and all that, and, you know, oh, well. But Ron Rivera, and they're talking about, you know, building up this Sam Howell guy who's a rookie. Ron Rivera said, look, we're going to put all our faith in him. I mean, yes, they've signed Jacoby Brissett, but... Well, I think he's probably going to win the job at first. You think Jacoby Brissett's going to win the job? 
Yeah, I, probably. It's, I don't know if you think that. I, 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 mean, do think I, I think he's going to start out as the, as the uh, starting quarterback, but then something's going to happen. They're going to put Sam Howell in, and somehow Ron Rivera is going to turn Sam Howell into a star. He, he did it with uh, Sam Newton. I know. I mean, is that he didn't lead Carolina to the Super Bowl, right? Or is that um? No, he did. That was a uh, okay. I, I thought it was the other guy. Yeah, All that's right. when he won coach. That's when he won coach of the year. Uh, so no, I I personally think Ron Rivera is another one of those guys. He's got respect like Tomlin does. I mean, I think Tomlin's more respected. Yeah. But you you look at the Washington Commanders, who is uh, who who basically had the most uh, the most uh, piece of garbage owner in the NFL. Now again, yep. they're they're trying to be sold. You know, Dan, Dan, Daniel Snyder is trying to sell the team. But look at what Ron Rivera is working with, and he's making it work. Exactly. I would put him, for me, I, I can't necessarily go very good, but I'd go good again. Yeah, I, would, I can't go very good either. Because if we were going to go very good, I was still going to go good. So, yeah, I'm glad we agreed with that. So, good. Yeah, it's just you got to vote with your you got to vote with your heart, uh, with your head, not your heart. Exactly. Uh, all right, go ahead. You get to pick the next one. Um, let's go with Sean Sean McVay. I know you don't they really you're not a fan of him. Yeah, okay. That's why I thought you weren't a fan of him. This guy is a boob. Like, and here's the thing, and I get, you know, yes, he has a Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl ring. And good for him and good for Matthew Stafford because I like Matthew Stafford. But at one time, this guy was considered like, oh, my God, all you had to do was sit in, sit in the stall next to him in the men's room, and because you had interaction with him, you were going to get a head coaching job. <laughs> I think the guy's an idiot. Yeah, this guy got goes out of nowhere. Yeah. I think he's an idiot. Uh, and again, I do like the team, or I do like the team that won the Super Bowl, you know, in that 2021 season, the team that was led by Matthew Stafford. That was not the same team yep. this past year. Nope. Okay. Not even close. This might get a lot of people pissed off, but I got to I got to put him in Matt. Oh wow, I'm still gonna put him in good. Okay. It's, he he did uh, win the Super Bowl, so I guess we can put him in the middle, middle of the road. In average. Average. There we go. We got a disagreement. Yeah, I mean, and it's not even like, and we're not even shouting at each other. No. Exactly. 
But, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, let's do... Uh, let's do uh, John Harbaugh of the Ravens. Okay. I... He's another one that I like, but to be honest with you, like, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is falling from grace. Yeah. But Harbaugh has also won the Super Bowl before, and I do think he's a good coach. Personally, I would just put him in good. Yeah, he's he's another respected guy around the league. Um, he's been with Baltimore for a, a while. He's the only coaching head coaching job, so that says a lot that he's still there. Uh, you can't say that for a lot of Super Bowl head coaches. We talked about, we talked about one earlier, right? But yeah. And there's plenty of times where Raven fans wanted to get rid of him, but they didn't. Right. So, were do you play him good or very good? I'm gonna put him in. I'm gonna put him in. It's kind of hard for me because I do like the guy. Lately, he has been just good, but I think overall, yeah. because you know he's been around so long, I think you almost have to put him in very good. Yeah, that's because of his longevity, and considering head coaches don't last long in this league anymore, if you think about it. Right. Hey, they'll fire a head coach that won a Super Bowl. Again, we talked about it earlier. The Eagles. Yeah. And Sean McMahon was got fired, didn't he? No. I mean, there was rumor. There was people saying there was he should. Rumor but... that he could have been stepping. I think if he doesn't win this year or if he doesn't at least get them to the playoffs, he's done. Yeah. He'll, step, he'll probably resign. Yeah. There was talk about him retiring, and he's he's probably the youngest coach. He's still youngest head coach in the NFL, right? I I think either already. him or either him or the Dolphins uh, McDonald. Yeah, yeah, those two are our age. That's wow. That's I don't know what to think about that. That two head coaches in the NFL that are our age. Yeah, and McDonald looks McDonald looks like he's younger than the hair on my face. <laughs> yeah, I would right. put, I would put him in very good too. Okay, all right. You want to do one more piece, and then we'll do a part two at some point. Yeah, let's go with. Um, I think you're like I think you were a big fan of this guy, uh, Zach Taylor. I love this guy. To take a team yep. that was absolutely shitty when he got the job. Yep. And by the way, his first year they only won one time. And then And then they got they then they get Burrow, he got hurt, they still only ended up with like four or five wins, and but then the following year they make it to the Super Bowl. Yep, and they beat they beat Buff No, they beat uh Kansas City. They beat Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl, yeah. Yep, exactly. 
And they almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they got to the AFC Championship game last year. You know, they're having a hell of a rivalry with Kansas City. Yep. And Buffalo. And, and Buffalo. Uh, I lo- And I've always enjoyed their, their the NFC North rivalry with the Ravens and the well, first of all, I think the whole NFC North is like, or, or AFC North is one one big rivalry unto itself. Yeah, because you got the two Ohio teams, you got Baltimore Ravens, you got the Ravens Steelers, you know that rivalry. Yeah. And then you got Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, their history. Yeah. And there's so much history between the four teams. Yeah. And then so, you got Cleveland Baltimore, where Baltimore is the old Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. So. And I, you know, so I, I love, you know, what Cincinnati's. I love what Zach Taylor's doing. I think he's a very well-respected head coach. Uh, to take this team from the from the outhouse to the penthouse like he has, it's only a matter of time before they win a Super Bowl. Yep, and before he he's in that legendary status, so I'll put him very good. I think I'm, he's I'm going to agree with you on that. Court. Top five head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Do you think he's better than Sean McDermott? Uh, I think he's got a more, you know, a more uh, tight unit right now. Yeah. So it's similar to, uh, um, yeah, similar to, who do we talk about? I'm sure I think it's similar to Jacksonville right now because they're like a tight unit. Yeah, they don't really, they don't have a uh, they don't have a bad apple in the bunch. No. Yeah. And Buffalo, like, here's the thing: if Sean McDermott can get his guys all on the same page, Buffalo is going to be fine. Yes, I agree okay. with that. Because they're that. They, they are on the mission. Okay. Because they're that good. But it's right now, it's just that, like, okay, how good of a leader is Sean McDermott going to be? How good of a leader can Josh Allen be? Even uh, Stephon Diggs, we're going to see if he can get over this shit and be a leader. He may need him to be a leader, too. Exactly. Need Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to come together and unite this team and get, lead them to the Super Bowl. Right. And I think you mentioned that earlier, too. That's the only way they're going to get to the Super Bowl is if Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs can put their shit together, put their differences aside, and come as a unit. And they don't have to be—they don't have to be best buddies. They just have to be one unit, one team, and get to the Super Bowl. Right, exactly, and that's the best way to put. That's the best way to put that. Yep. Not everybody. Oh. Not everybody with best friends come together and play as team. Zach and Kobe went were best friends. Right. Scottie Pippen um, and Michael Jordan were best friends. So. Right, exactly. But no, it, yeah, as far as Zach Taylor goes, Zach Taylor has probably one of the most tight. Like, first of all, that whole team, uh, offensively, defensively, that whole team is just, like, fantastic. And it, it's a credit oh, yeah. to Zach Taylor. 
and I, I and they're the only team that I think can uh right now we're talking about right now that can beat Kansas City. Right. And by the way, break I, and well, it's not necessarily breaking news because it was broken earlier in the day, but Joe Mixon is staying. Yep, he restructured his deal and decided to stay. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of him when he's done off the field, but I respect the guy for doing that. Right, because he knows that like he he's an important piece in a puzzle. Exactly. All right, one more, and then we'll do a part two at some point. Uh, I feel like we have to do. I feel like we have to do this guy because I think this guy, if he doesn't perform this year, he's done. And that's Brandon Staley of the yeah. Chargers. Ooh. He's an interesting one because he has a franchise quarterback. That's one of his top five quarterbacks. He has a quarterback. franchise quarterback. He has Austin Eckler, who is fantastic. Probably the best running back in the NFL right now. Yes. The problem is this guy is an idiot. Yeah, and they and he's another one that chokes in the big game. Yeah. Can't get over that hump. Right. Although yeah. I do think Sean McDermott's better than him. He's not. I don't oh, think no, Sean McDermott's Sean, Sean McDermott is head over heels better than this jackass. Yeah. I think he should have been fired last year. But, uh, or what did you just say? I think he should have been fired after last year. And and I do I do agree with that. Uh, but um, I think he he's gonna get fired this year. Yeah. If they don't perform, I mean, if he yeah. If he if he can put it together then I think he'll be fine. Because, again, like you said, he's got a franchise quarterback. No excuses. But look, two years ago, they could have gotten in the playoffs if they didn't try. Like, if they would have just tied with the Raiders, they would have gotten in. Yeah. Last year, they choked. It's either playoffs or your playoffs and win a playoff game or you're done this year. I believe. One hundred percent agree. I personally would put him garbage until he proves that. Until and he proves I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to and again, lightning is going to strike somewhere. But again, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, he could shut us both up. And the Chargers could be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. <laughs> yeah. And here, we could here next year and put him in a very good. So, and if no, can, I don't think we'd go that far. Yeah, I'm trying to put positivity in uh, to end the show. Well, I was just going to say, do you have one more off the top of your head you want to do? Um, Is this what you want to do one more? If this was your idea, or if this was your idea, I'll let you be the last one to pick. Okay. Um, let's go uh, Pete Carroll. When will Pete Carroll? 
I am a personal fan of Pete Carroll. I think he is a awesome head coach. Uh, I do think that uh, Geno Smith kind of saved his job. Yeah. He's another respected coach in the NFL. Right. But I think the whole, you know, Russell Wilson kind of falling off the wagon, you know, didn't help things. But, it you know, is. falling off the wagon as far as, like, you know, he goes from the penthouse to the outhouse. But Pete Carroll, you know, and nobody expected Geno Smith to be, you know, this good. Yeah. It goes to show you how, well, how great Pete Carroll is. And he's a defensive-minded coach. He's been not yeah. in mind. And he, he turned around, you know, Smith's career. I mean, we're, we're going to see what, you know, does in his second year. But, you know, was considered a backup, career backup. And he, he had a um, fantastic season. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming either. I thought for sure that the seventh seeded team in the NFC was going to be, well, you know, everybody thought it was going to be the Packers because they thought Aaron Rodgers was going to lead this big comeback. Yeah. But instead, but instead Detroit came on their faces. Yep. Exactly. But Pete Carroll, to me, he's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one multiple playoff appearances, including a playoff appearance, which, which, by the way, like, the Seattle team as a whole, great running back, great receivers. Yep. The defense could use a little work. But I think that will improve because he, he is a defensive-minded coach, so I think yeah. he's going to work on that. So, but I think Seattle is going to be a team to so maybe it's a deeper team this year again. To be honest with you, I, a lot of people are actually picking them to win the division because they don't know if Brock, uh, if Brock Purdy has what it takes to go a whole year. Oh, wow. Oh, for the 49ers because they don't have, um, what's his name, who tore his ACL. And then, they, and then um, Jimmy G left. Oh, yeah, and by the way, oh, well, first of all, they, they picked up they picked up somebody. They have, a, they have a different backup besides Trey Lance, because Atlanta's actually trying to land Trey Lance right now. Really? Didn't they drop? I said they drafted the quarterback. Atlanta's got Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke as a backup. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize Taylor Heineke um, left Washington. Wow. What What was that, Eric? I didn't realize Heineke left Washington. No, he did. He's he's in Atlanta. Wow. I think that was a mistake from Washington letting him go, but. Oh, it, it, I think it is too. By the way, the uh, the third the third quarterback on the uh, or on the 49ers right now after Trey Lance is Sam Darnold. Oh wow! Yo, 
Sam Donald. I'm going to bold prediction right now. He'll he'll end this season as a um, quarterback of the 49ers. You think so? Okay, right now. Bold prediction. All right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not saying he's going to win the job. I'm just saying. I, I mean, end well, up. no. Who knows? Yeah. Like what? What? Who knows what's going to happen with Brock Purdy? Yeah, exactly. And Trey Lance is not. He's injury prone. I mean, not injury prone, but he's where he's ACL. Well, and plus we, we also know don't know. We also don't know if he's going to stay there or not. I mean, if Atlanta, if Atlanta wants him bad enough, they'll pay the money to get him. Yeah. Because Atlanta, I don't know why you would Atlanta realizes before. right now, Atlanta realizes right now, Eric, that that division is wide open, that NFC South. Yeah. No more Tom Brady. Is Lance even going to be ready for the season? What, Lance? He, I, I, I think he might be. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering, why would they trade for a quarterback that's still kind of injured? But then again, it's Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, all right, but uh, Pete Carroll, where are we going? Maybe they'll beg Matt Ryan to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count on it. Where Where would you put uh, Where would you put Pete Carroll? I was saying very good. Okay. It's what he's done, what he did with uh, that team last year. Yeah. After Russell Wilson. No, I I 100% agree with that. All right. We are gonna we are gonna end it here. We'll do a part two at some point. I'm not sure if we're gonna do a show next week or not because uh, my mom's coming into town. Okay. So. Just let me know. We'll figure something out. This is fun. I, I could go all night talking with talking football with you, Doug. Yeah, no, this was no. I, I definitely enjoyed this. I can't wait to do it again. Maybe we'll get Clint. Maybe if Clint is available, we'll get him on the show because I know he'll have a lot to say too. Yeah. Uh... I think we we should try to get like if so we'll do a part two of the current and then we will at some point also do like all time head coaches. Yep, exactly. But uh, the only reason why I'm cutting the show off now is because I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, I am too. Yeah, I want to watch so, UFC and and uh, and uh, AEW. So yeah, and so was, but no, this, I'm this kind is of tired. Too. So right now, here's who we have, and we've done so. We've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. So we're more than halfway done. Yep, we actually did pretty good. Wait, yeah. halfway done. Yeah. Trust me, I, I'm surprised. Yeah, at the right moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in legendary, we have Andy Reid of the Chiefs, Mike Tomlin of the Steelers. In very good, we have Jacksonville's Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni of the Eagles, Sean Payton of the Broncos, John Harbaugh of the Ravens, Zach Taylor of the Bengals, Pete Carroll of the Seahawks. In good, we have Sean McDermott from Buffalo, Brian Dayball from the Giants, Dan Campbell from the Lions, Mike McCarthy 
of the Cowboys, Ron Rivera of the Commanders. In average, we have Matt LaFleur of the Packers, Sean McVay of the Rams, and Robert Sala on the borderline of average and Matt of the Jets. And, man, we have nobody yet, but there's still 15 head coaches to go. In garbage, we have Brandon Staley of the Chargers. This is very good. Very fun. Yeah. Do you think that there's enough Charger fans out there to where they're actually going to come after us? No, I only know one, that's, and that's from Facebook, and, and he, I think he even hates him. There was a guy I used to work with in, uh, with at Walmart back in the day. He was a huge Chargers fan, but I haven't talked to him uh, talked to him in years, and I know he – and from what I've heard, he's actually been going through a rough patch like the last year, so I don't think he'll care. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. all right, this was fun. I will make sure you listen to Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet, Wednesdays, 10, 15, 20, 10, 20th Eastern Time on YouTube. Make sure you listen to us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, blogtalkradio.com, slash everything unscripted for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, six, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fridays. This upcoming Friday night, we're going to do part two of the top ten moments and matches of 1997. Listen to us Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time for Unscripted Unlimited. We'll let everybody know if there's a show next week. Once a month, you'll catch us for Unscripted Saturday morning cartoons, usually around the 8 a.m. time slot. Uh, Then, of course, tomorrow at some point during the afternoon, you'll catch Daniel and Mindy for the Stabcast. I don't know what show they're doing or what the episode is, but make sure you check check that out. Make sure you check Mindy out on TikTok, on the Stabcast TikTok. Uh, And that's pretty much it. Huh? Yeah, and and about Hard Hit will probably be coming back soon. Yeah, so definitely. This was kind of a teaser teaser to that. Uh, Yes. Seven weeks away from from opening night. Oh, I can't wait. And I will, Eric. I'm actually thinking about starting a survivor poll. Oh, nice. I think that would be uh, that would be um awesome. Are you gonna have a prize at the end? We might we might do a uh, I, I might do like a five or ten buck buy-in. Okay. I'm you know I'm down. So uh, you know I do I'm not a big fan of uh you know expensive buy-ins. Yeah. But like uh, we might or we might just do it for fun or whatever. We might just do it. Yeah, just send me the link. I'll take a look. Yeah. But uh so yeah, so all right, this was fun. We'll catch everybody next week and uh day minute I'll see everybody tomorrow. Uh, Eric, have a good night. Yeah, you too. Have a good weekend. Rest of your weekend. All right. Later.